Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hello. 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 How's it going, Amanda? It's good. Yeah. Feel a little sniffly. Okay. It's warm here right now. It's like in the 50s and it's causing my body to feel confused. Okay. So I'm a little, little sniffly. Okay. That's all right. We'll get through it. I think it's all fine. <laughs> it should be fine. <laughs> it should be fine. I'm Which just... you're wearing that sweatshirt today. Yes. I have my, apparently I've turned this into our recording day uniform. I wear my It Should Be Fine sweatshirt from our merch line. Yeah. And I got a little warm, so I took that off. And underneath it, I have my Good Enough-ish <laughs> logo t-shirt. Yeah. So I feel like what you're doing with the sweatshirt, have you ever been to Ikea and you see where they're pounding the chair? Have you seen this in Ikea where they're giving they're giving that they have a chair in Ikea? Maybe they don't do this anymore, but they used to in Ikea. There was a chair that they were giving a stress test to and you could walk past it and you it would be like it was like a like a battering ram battering this chair. I'm going to find a video of this, bro. I have never heard of this. I feel like what you are doing with your It Should Be Fine sweatshirt is similar. Like you are really just like putting it to the stress test because you want our customers to know, is it going to pill? How's it going to wash? How's it doing over there, Brooke? It is incredible. Really? I will say, no lie, because this is one of the, this is the sweatshirt that it's embroidered with the words It Should Be Fine. It has held up really nicely. And I'm not just saying how many times do you think you've washed that item? No judgment. Three. Maybe three times. <laughs> okay, yeah. Two or three. And yeah. no pilling. No pilling. Inside or outside. Still comfy. Didn't really shrink. I'm I love gonna it. find a video of that. Do people know what I'm talking about? Can people t- please tell me? Have you been to IKEA and have you seen that like battery ram machine? This battering. Is... Battering like, ram machine that like attacks the chair. You saw this at local IKEA? Yes. 
I have never seen this. And it makes a sound. It's like... Thank you for the sound effects, Amanda. (laughs) This exists, everybody. Back me up. Facebook group. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Okay. Amanda, Valentine's Day is coming up. Okay. It's not... It's not a holiday you feel passionately about. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, let's be clear. It's a it's a Hallmark holiday. Yeah. Yeah. I am a Scrooge when it comes to holidays in general. Yeah. I don't really, I'm not really a holiday person. Okay. I think it's because I'm, I'm just not on the sentimental side a lot. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like holidays bring clutter. Mm-hmm. The decorations. Sure. The, it just gives me extra stuff to do. And those holidays, they just creep up. You yeah. know, you've got, you get through one and it's like, boop, here we are. We got another yeah. one, got another one, got another one. And they just don't stop. Yeah. So um, that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. I, so Valentine's Day um, has always been a time for me to shine because of my crafty mm-hmm. skills. Yep. My artistic abilities. Um, so when the kids were littler, I definitely made handmade valentines Mm -hmm. you know something punny um you're so good at the puns i do enjoy a pun it's really it's another place where i shine so it was like combining my craftiness with my love of puns with my ability to pull something together without like like i don't know just my background in print and packaging like i could find a cute way to package a little four pack of crayons yes you could looked adorable so i enjoyed it but you know that was before my kids could even like write their names. Yeah. That was when they were at daycare and we would send in little Valentines. And yeah. Whatever. Once they got to a point where they could write their own names and had an opinion, I didn't really need to do the handmade anymore. Mm-hmm. There was a point where I would still like make the the general framework of it and ask them if they liked what we were going to do. And then I would let them sign their name or write their friends' names on top. Mm. But then ultimately I realized they did not care. No. And they are perfectly happy with the store-bought Valentine's. So this year I went straight to Target, bought two boxes for each of them, four bucks each, done. Brought them home, said, do you like these? They said yes. And yeah, that that's enough. I tried to get ahead of the game here. We were at Target the other day and... um I walked by the Valentine's Day. I was like, oh, great. Let's pick up some of these now. No. She was like, I want to make handmade ones this oh, year. Oh, she's going for the Yeah, handmade. we did okay. make them one year, and it was really fun. Yeah. And it was a good enough-ish. Like, you know, we cut out all the little hearts. There was some glitter involved, and it was really fun. So according to her, she wants to do handmade this year. Last year, I really liked what we did. I went kind of all out last year. Okay, see, look at you. Last year, Last year, what we did was, um, you know those little... What is it called? It's like scratch art. So oh, it's yeah. kind of right. Ooh, oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. I can't actually. You can't. My family knows. Mm. Oh, oh no. I have Brooke's a real like problem a reaction with the little wood scrapey thing. Oh, I can't actually talk about it. <laughs> but it's it's similar to how I feel about. Okay, so water ice that used to come with the wooden spoon. Okay. Oh, that's all. But, I can like say. Brooke's eyes are watering right now. Yeah, like my family knows <laughs> not to bring those scratchy <laughs> oh, things around God. me. It's also how I feel about um, cotton balls, which can be a whole other episode. Continue with your story. Whoa. Brooke's having like a full on. I want everyone to be aware she's having like a full on allergic reaction (laughs) to what I've just brought up. So we're going to skip really quickly past that. Just go ahead. I can can handle it. No. So we put those in the Valentines that were of that nature. I put them in a little heart bag and I even had like a little finger puppet monster. Wow. 
Well, be all out. I mean, granted, this was of Isabel's doing. Yeah, like, it was this, her first year in this new school, and also there's like a no candy rule. Sure, so you can't do just like a little lollipop in there or no, whatever, no. right? Um, I don't know what came over me, but that's what we did last year. Okay. Um, this year I don't know. I guess we're doing handmade, okay. but I got to get on that, you know, because. We only have a limited time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I um it's funny. I I have started putting in a little extra effort. So what I realized is like they don't really care about the handmade Valentine's. Like if the, if Paige Graham would not ask. <laughs> if Paige asked me to do something handmade, I would come up with a cute idea with her. But like she was yes. perfectly happy with the store bought ones. But what I where I do put the effort, so this was my, like, kind of choosing what's important. Um, what sparks joy for my kids is when I have the table set in the morning that looks, like, playful. So I got some. Yeah, I want to see. Do you have pictures of this? Um, I might be able to find some pictures from last year. But I bought some... Um, like heart-shaped paper plates and some Aww. heart napkins. And I have some little heart garland all from the Target, you know, the, yep, what yep, used yep. to be called the dollar spot. Now it's just the spot. The getcha the spot, in the wallet spot. The $3 whatever. So I bought some of that stuff. And, we, you know, I mentioned that I bought the cute Trader Joe's heart um, yep, yep. wreath. So I'm putting my effort into, like, making the house look cheerful when they wake up on Valentine's That's Day. Cute. Feel a little extra love from mom. And I'll give them each a card. And Nick and I will, like, exchange a card. That's probably. what I was going to ask you. What we do don't... you guys do? Not No, like, special dinner or anything? No, because, well, so this is what I dislike about Valentine's Day. Like, listen, um... Everybody wants to feel loved. Like, that's certainly, it doesn't have to happen Valentine's Day, mm -hmm. but it's certainly nice to feel appreciated. I really hate, and we definitely fell for this in our younger years, but like the the special $79 per person. Yeah. Meal. Yeah. No, that's stupid. And it's like, we don't need, like, I don't need $80 roses delivered to the house. No. Go, if you, if he were to buy me a $10 bouquet at Trader Joe's, which is a splurge flag for us, we usually stick to the $5.99 or below bouquets. Yeah. Yeah. I would be perfectly happy. Yeah. You know, so it doesn't have to be a grand gesture. I hate the fact that a lot of the grand gestures end up being more expensive just because it has the Valentine's Day label on Correct. it. Correct. Yeah. So yeah, we'll just probably do a card with each other and plan a date night soon. But yeah. no, not Valentine's related. I like your idea though. So I'm looking on the calendar. Valentine's Day falls on a Tuesday. I might try to make it a little special. A little okay. special little table. Do you know that that's what they call them? Tablescape? I, I do know this, Amanda. Tablescape? This is not new. <laughs> I only learned this maybe like a year ago. Tablescapes. Have you learned it from June and Jessica from the Deep Dive? Because they're very oh, into their scapes. They are. I remember they they asked so people to send um, like pictures. Oh yeah, yeah, on Instagram. I will say something else I started doing years ago, and this was like in the height of COVID when I had a new hobby of decorating royal icing cookies. Mm. That my friend from college is incredible at doing it, and she um, taught me via Zoom. She had like Zoom classes during COVID. Your cookies were amazing. Well, it was like I was deeply into that hobby. Had a lot of extra time on my hands because this would have been, I guess, February 2021 when I made Valentine's cookies mm -hmm. and delivered them to my friends. Doorsteps. I received some of those. You received some of those. And like, I really enjoyed doing that. I like the whole Valentine's Day spin on Valentine's Day. Yeah. To show your friends you appreciate them. I had a friend um, 
Tanita Austin, who's an accountant, yeah. who she wouldn't send her clients holiday cards in December, but she would send them Valentine's in February with a little piece of chocolate in there. What a and, great idea. Right? Because it's like right around tax season. And I thought that was really brilliant. So I think that you is. can use it as an opportunity to reach out to people and tell them how much you love them. Yes. yes. Yeah. Tanita's also a um, Balance Found customer. Oh, Tanita. Yeah. She has yeah, bought our planner the last few years because she yeah. lives nearby. Um yeah, Brooke, it's, uh, yeah. You can't avoid this topic any longer. It's time for you to give an update about your photo. Oh, right. You made a commitment today as we are recording. It is officially the last day of January mm -hmm. and you made mm -hmm. a commitment to do something. And I want to know how you doing. And I want you to know mm -hmm. that no matter what you accomplished, even if it was the smallest thing, I'm proud of you. Thank you, Amanda. So I did not fully make it through the whole year of 2022 photos yet. Okay. I decided to start where we are at the end of January and like take care of January now too and then work my way backwards okay. because I'm using this app that makes organizing photos a lot uh, more seamless and quick. Oh. It's called Slidebox. Oh. This was an app that I had learned about in that Denise Brinkman course uh -huh. um, that I took a few years ago. And then I kind of dropped the ball on things, but I still had the app on my phone. So I started going through it and um, it's just, it's quicker to delete photos, to star photos, to categorize oh. into folders in like one, one fell move. One, one fell swoop. Where does that come from? Foul swoop. One Brooke. fell swoop. Looking it up. Is it foul? Like, no. One fell swoop. One fell swoop. Nothing can tell. No, no. All, all at one time. What does a fell swoop mean? One that? stroke, one action or event that achieves or accomplishes many results. I mean, I know what it means, but right. where did it come Why from? Why do people say one foul swoop? No, that's not it. It's, it is first recorded in Shakespeare's play Macbeth, oh. where it is used by Macduff on learning of the cruel murder of his wife and children by the tyrannical king. Interesting. Yeah, so Shakespeare. Oh. Anyway. Anywho, it's um, much easier to do it in one fell swoop. It is. And um, so I got through two months so far. It's it's not a Brooke, lot. That's a lot further but than you got before. December, I, I go a little deep with the photos on Christmas. Yeah. Because it's the four cousins with my kids and my brother's kids. And, like, my brother's house is beautiful and it's always festive. And so I take, like, you yeah. know, this year, um, I've always, our tradition is, you know, I give the matching pajamas to the cousins. And then I always read um the night before Christmas to them on the couch. This year, Graham took over the reading duties, Aww. like volunteered it Aww. or last year. And so do I have 40 adorable <laughs> photos of them all reading together with their feet? You know, it was very sweet. But I am me and I took a million different angles and have all the different expressions. Okay. So to curate. I, right. I had to curate. I had to pick the favorites. I had to pick the keeps that aren't necessarily the favorites. And then I had to do the delete. So made it through two months with December in that grouping. Yeah. So I feel like I can get through the rest of the year soon. I'm still going to try to do it 
ASAP here. So I did not meet my goal of doing it by the end of the month. But as you said, today is the last day of the month that we're recording this. So maybe I'll finish it tonight. Maybe you will. And I feel like you've got some really good momentum going. And it felt really good to just like refresh myself on how to use this app. Mm -hmm. Um, So we'll link to it in the show notes slide box. It's just, it's a really great tool. And then once you've put everything in the trash, you still have the option to go through and take things out of the trash, or once you then delete the trash, it still keeps them on your phone in the recently deleted folder. So you still have a little of that time and okay. and buffer to go back if you have any remorse um, about okay. something that you deleted, but I won't. But like, I accidentally put one thing in the trash that I meant to keep, and so it was very, you know. Yeah, what wasn't. I'm saying is you're not like deleting it forever. Your fell swoop is not permanent. Correct. Correct. Um, but yeah, my photo stream on my phone is approximately 24,000 photos. So Isn't that it, amazing? It's that problematic. I don't fit in there. That's yeah. all right. You're chipping away. You know. And granted, I mean, I have photos in my feed in my photo stream, whatever, they go back to like when Graham was a baby. Like yeah. I have constantly moved things over from phone to phone. And and so that's why I really need yeah. to. Brooke, I will never forget the moment when I received the email that Marie Kondo was going to start training consultants. I could not sign up fast enough. That was seven years ago, and it's been an amazing adventure ever since. Now our listeners can put their passion to work by becoming certified KonMari consultants too. While courses have wrapped for 2023, new course dates and offerings are in the works for 2024 and beyond. The best way to stay in the know is by signing up for the Consultant Program Newsletter. Be the first to hear about new course dates, what to expect when you join the program, updates on consultants and instructors. They might even get me as an instructor, Brooke, and more. Head over to KonMari.is slash goodenoughish to sign up and stay connected to all things consulting. That's KonMari.is slash goodenoughish for more details. Get ready to spark joy while living your best life as a KonMari consultant. Go through this organization process and just like start getting in the habit of not just keeping things in the cloud forever right? or mm-hmm. in my photo stream, yeah. just kind of yeah. slowly categorizing and then someday a photo book will happen. But yep, I went through December the other day and I was going to do that trick that you mentioned about doing December of all the years mm-hmm. before, but I didn't. I didn't have enough dead time to do that. But it was really nice to just like be like, oh, that's a screenshot that I don't need. This yes. is a picture of the cereal that I sent Fernando that we needed. Like, yeah. Like just to clear it out and then to be like, oh, these are the only important photos from December. Yeah. Yeah. I had so many of those random screenshots or photo of a label that, you know, yes. it's like that's the junk that drives me crazy when yes. I'm going back through my photo streams. So. We're getting there. We're getting there, yes. Amanda. We're getting there. <sighs> All right. Thanks well, for being along for the ride. Yeah. No, I'm here. I'm here for it. All right. Let's take a little break. Okay. We're going to come right back. Be right back. Hey, listeners. Amanda here. One of the best ways to support this podcast is by leaving positive ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts. If you're on an iPhone, find that purple podcast app, search for Good Enough-ish, scroll down to the ratings and reviews sections to tap five stars and write your own review. You might even get a shout out on the show. Your support means so much and will help new listeners find us. Thanks so much. Now back to the show. We're back. We are. 
<laughs> We're a little loopy today. No, it's a weird day. It's kind of gray out. Yeah, I'm on my second cup of coffee. <laughs> and they are doing. I was complaining when you came. They're doing this major construction in our neighborhood, and they are starting at ungodly hours to the point that I was googling the ordinance of my township for construction noise this morning because they started at 5 a.m. Yeah, that's just... 5 o'clock. Like, <laughs> like that's like 2 a.m. In case you didn't understand. 5, Five o'clock. Yeah. And it's literally outside my window, Brooke. Mm-mm. Because, and it's... So this has been going on for like a week, so I'm, I feel like I'm in loopy, sleep-deprived mood. Yeah. Yep. Sorry about that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to talk today about... A little phrase called the every damn day list, Mm -hmm. which is not my phrase. This comes from a woman named Sarah Von Bargen, who I love. She um, talks all about spending your time, money, and energy on purpose. And so I followed her for a really long time. Um, Her website is yesandyes.org. But she's actually on a bit of a sabbatical right now. Yeah, I've always loved getting her newsletters and following her. And she takes very intentional breaks at different times and is very transparent about it. And I like that about her. Yeah, her Instagram profile, I was just checking now to see if there's any updates, says that she was on sabbatical in 2022. And then in parentheses, it says, or forever, question mark. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, but anyway, um, I've always been somebody that really thrives well on structure. That's my word of the year for 2023. So you and I have talked a lot about morning routines and evening routines, but I really like her idea of the every damn day list because it's it can be so flexible and it can be small things, big things. So she says, so this is a blog post from a few years ago and we'll link to it in the show notes, but her, this is her every damn day list. Number one, there's six. Number one, drink three glasses of water. Number two, get outside for at least 10 minutes regardless of the weather. Number three, read something that's not on a screen for at least 20 minutes. Four, this one I always really remember about her, say something nice to someone. And she talks a lot about like it could be like the checkout guy, like I love your shirt kind of thing. Five, eat at, like, at least one fruit or vegetable. <laughs> one. I love that. Just That's one. so good enough-ish. Six, make the bed. Um, And she writes, that's it. That's all. None of this is groundbreaking or even particularly hard. If I wanted to, I could bang all this out in an hour. Yeah. Reactions, Brooke. Well, I love her list. And I think those a lot of those are probably on my list already as well. I just don't have a physical list. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think those are things that when I don't do them, it makes a difference in my day and my mood. I make my bed as soon as I'm out of it, mm-hmm. unless Paige steals my spot because mm-hmm. it's warm. Um, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a bed maker, mm-hmm. yeah, convert. Well, uh-huh. Growing up, I never made my bed. And my mom never made me. I don't know if I made my bed growing up. I never made my bed. But once I lived on my own, I started making it. And now it's just such a default. And so I do think that that's an important mood effector. Um, When I don't drink enough water, it's not good. Um, 
And I love the idea of forcing yourself to get outside for even 10 minutes because, as we all know, I am indoorsy. <laughs> and on days when I don't have to go anywhere, often I don't. Um, yeah, Brooke, you sent me a picture of you walking in a park the other day. And what was the caption? It was um, something like... Like nature. I, yeah, it was It was just Brooke's cranky face mm-hmm. with nature. Yeah. <laughs> My family made me nature, and and it ended up great at the end of it. But yeah, I'm, it's not my default to get outside every day. Yeah. So um, yeah, I like the idea of her list not being these lofty things like exercise for thirty minutes, meditate I like, for forty five minutes. Right? No, it's literally drink water, make your bed, say nice things to someone, and read a book. Correct. Ultimately. Correct. Um, yeah. And so I do a lot of those things. Does a Kindle count as a screen? Though? I'm going to say yes. It counts as a screen? No, no, no. I'm going to say it counts as a, a non-screen. Okay, because I only yeah. read on my Kindle. But yeah, it I'm doesn't say that. I don't let my Kindle do anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. How are, what do you, how do you feel about this? I mean, I know that this is a topic we've been meaning to talk about for ages and we've kind of pushed it off. And it, it it captures a lot of things that we've already discussed on the podcast, but just framing it as the every damn day. Yes. List. I love it because it's very good enough-ish. And I love the cheekiness of the every damn day. Just mm-hmm. like how, because I think a lot of times, like I talk a lot about like morning routine and evening routine, and it can feel like this whole thing that like you lose people at the word routine because it's like, okay, I don't have time for that. Right. Right. Whereas like every damn day, like compliment a stranger, drink some water, read a book, you mm-hmm. know, it just feels a lot more approachable. Mm-hmm. Um. I think for me, I'm still struggling to figure out a way. I feel the need to track my progress on my structure. I don't know why. You love a good progress tracker. I love a good... Actually, Brooke, I got these things. Brooke's like, what are you showing me right Mm -hmm. now? So I bought them at Baron Fig. They're these habit trackers, and I bought like a pack of, I don't know, 30 of them or something. When they came, they were really small. So I actually enlarged this on my printer, but I'm Mm. handing this to you. Okay. This would be, like, these are the things, Brooke looks, this is, she's like, okay. No, I like it. You like it? I like it. And that's something that, you know, I have created, like, downloadable habit trackers and things for Balance Bound, but this is a different way of organizing it. And I like it because it has room for a lot of these little things. And you can put this either in your planner. I'm using it as like a bookmark because the thing that I, for so I'm a big fan of a habit tracker. I have habit tracker apps and things like that, but it's friction. It's one thing, an app, another app that I have to go to. And then I never remember to do it. And one more reason to look at your phone when you don't need to Like I went on the other day to like track a habit and like 45 minutes later, I was like, why am I, what was I doing? I had no idea what I was doing on that phone. Mm Mm-hmm. So I like that this is a bookmark. Uh, it's in my planner. I see it every day. So that you can see this is a fresh slate, fresh, clean slate brook because it's February. So it's going to start in February. Why are you looking? Uh, because there's no soda on here, which concerns me. Just what? Kidding. You don't think I, what? I, I just like soda. <laughs> I love soda, Brooke. Yeah. We've talked about this before. I gave up alcohol with relatively little difficulty. But soda is a whole lot. I cannot. That's why I gave, I made that face. I'm like, oh, that sounds like a tough one. So I admire that you're building this into your habit tracker, not saying like, like, I like that you're 
framing that as a day without soda is part of your every damn day. Mm -hmm. Whereas it's not like something you're giving up. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Wait, no. It's something you're giving up, but you're framing it as a an achievement correct and something to check off when you don't drink soda that correct like i'm celebrating right so all right should i read off a couple of these things these are the things that i would like to track because like for example yesterday i woke up 7 a.m and i did yoga i had a fantastic day yesterday today i woke up at 7 43 no yoga rushed all around, you know, feeling a little sluggish, right? Mm -hmm, Okay, so mm -hmm. this is the things I'd like to track. What is this, like, 12 things? I think this is, people would argue this is too many, but let's just, that's how many lines there were, Brooke. I just filled the lines up, all right? (laughs) 7 a.m. wake up, yoga, clear email. Email is a problem for me. I am not as responsive as I would like to be, so I would like every day, hopefully, for me to clear out my email a little bit more. Check my Simplify. I talked about that on, um, you know, the last episode. episode. Uh Mm -hmm. No soda would be lovely. Um, And even I might even do like a little half box fill in because like yesterday I had half a Coke. That's good. That's good. Make money moves. You know, we're always talking about that book, We Should All Be Millionaires. Mm -hmm. What have I done today to make some big money moves? I've put on here special time, which is what I call just like one-on-one dedicated time with Isabel. Mm Mm-hmm. I'd like to do a food challenge with her every day. It's something that's like we it's a fun game where we play where I'll put like a grape under on one plate covered up with a napkin and like something else, an apple covered up with a napkin. And like we play rock, paper, scissors to see who gets to switch the plate. And it's my way of helping her try new foods in okay. a fun environment. Okay. I have put on here tidy up, brush Isabel's hair. Because God bless that woman, she has some thick hair. And if we do not brush it every night, it is not good. I put down prep for tomorrow. So that's kind of like picking out the clothes, unlacing the sneakers, untying. I always say unlacing. We know what you mean. And 10.30 bedtime. Okay. Those are the things. That's my every damn day list that I'm trying to track. I like it. Yeah. As long as you're not beating yourself up for the days that you don't do all of it. Because it is a lot. But a lot, like you said, a lot of it is just like... Things that you were already probably doing anyway, but now it's a more conscious decision to keep track of it. And I want credit to check it off. Well, right. I want credit. You get a gold star. Yeah. You sh- oh, we should make it bigger. I know. And have actual gold stars. I want you to make one of these a little cuter. Okay. All right. Can okay. you make that happen? Yeah. Um, I, yeah. And I want to look back on the month and see... Okay, so I didn't do this. Why? And a lot of times that's because there's friction that needs to be identified. Um, another little tool that I want to share with people that I have really liked as we as we talk about structure and just kind of routines and things like that is there's this cool app that I just shared with my organized everyday members called Structured. Mm-hmm. It's the Structured app. We'll put a show, link in the show notes. But what I really like about it, because a lot of times it's kind of reimagining the to-do list. A lot of times with our to-do list, we make a whole list of what we're going to do, but we don't necessarily specify when we're going to do that, like in the actual day. So this actually has makes your to-do list, and I'll pull pull it up so you can see what I'm talking about. Um, It you can actually add your routines. So like if you look at this book, you can see I have my morning and my evening routine all there, and it Mm -hmm. shows exactly when I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's even pulled in 
our podcast recording and off of my calendar and then see how there it says, what are you going to do between the podcast reporting? You have four hours and 30 minutes in between that and the next thing. Okay. So you can add a task there. So I've actually really liked that on days that I'm like, oh my gosh, my I have so much to do, but like when? So you're not using this every day, but maybe for the days that you're feeling a little unmoored. Correct. Okay. Unmoored. Unmoored. Unmoored, which I think is a ship reference. You like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I like that um, as well. So, okay. yeah. All right. Well, I do like the um, every damn day kind of template here. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll make ourselves a little fancy version that has bigger spots that you can put a gold star stars because really that's all we want in life like life is simple yeah dating back to kindergarten i don't know if they do gold stars anymore it's usually some sort of sticker chart thing but like i think ultimately we all just want a little credit well yeah i mean living this difficult life (laughs) yeah i mean atomic habits talks about you know the four laws of habits the book by james clear that i love and he talks about how you want to make it satisfying. Mm-hmm. And it is satisfying to give your, like I've said, like I want the rainbow narwhal that leaps across my screen when mm-hmm. I click a check mark. Mm-hmm. They have lots of really cool Google doc, Google Sheets that you can use where, you know, you click it and you, like when you click it, it turns into a, the emoji turns into a rocket ship or something like that. I've tried those before, but that's just way too much friction. I'm not going into a Google Sheet. And doing yeah, that. the thing I also no. like about this index card is that it's, for the month. Mm-hmm. So even though that makes the boxes very small, mm-hmm. I don't have to redo this little card every week. Right. It's a tracker for the month. Tracker for the month. I like it. Yeah. So I'll send, I'll take a picture of this maybe and put it in the show notes okay. and maybe Brooke will uh, maybe. rustle up a little balance bound version. Tracker. Tracker. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Yeah. Let's hear um, from you all. What is on your every damn day list? Yes. Yeah. I'd like to hear some wacky things that people like, not wacky, but like that idea that she had about give a compliment to a stranger. Mm -hmm. Like, is there something really kind of sweet or specific that you have that's not the everyday, like drink more water, have a salad? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like the idea of giving a stranger a compliment. And it's something that I do try to do when I, you know, go out somewhere, if I notice someone's skirt or jacket that they like or their hair looks beautiful or you know I will say something and I mean giving compliments to others as much as it makes that other person feel good it's selfish it's in a good way like Mm. it's a it's a way to um boost your own endorphins by knowing that you've mm-hmm. said something nice to someone else. Mm-hmm. Giving is is often a a selfish act in the best way possible, I think. Yes. Because then everybody's happy. Yeah, you know I love connecting with strangers, especially yes. when they're in the midst of maybe like some drudgery in their work day. Like I went to the doctor's office the other day and the woman that was checking me in had, I'm obsessed with nails for some reason lately, mm-hmm. and she had the most stunning nails. So she's like, you know, insurance card. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Can we talk about, can we just take a brief moment because we need to talk about your nails. And so I needed to know, like, are they real? Yes, they are. And like, it was so funny to see her face change Mm -hmm. because she was just like, oh my gosh, thank you. And I took her out of like insurance card drudgery. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. I'm just so enamored by how beautiful they are. And then I somehow started talking to my doctor about this woman's nails because she said something about nails and I was like, you know who's got good nails? <laughs> you know, Dorothy. Hey friend, Manda here. 
I've got some questions for you. Do you have thousands of emails in your inbox and they just keep coming? Are all of your passwords your dog's name, 1234? Have your photos not seen the light of day since you took them? If this sounds familiar, I'm here to help. You probably know that I've been helping people declutter and organize their physical spaces for years, but there was an elephant in the room that we weren't tackling, their digital life. With tech constantly changing, it feels harder than ever to stay on top of things. Whether you're an elder millennial, a scrappy Gen Xer like me, or an older adult who would rather have a root canal than try to figure out all this tech stuff. Well, you are in luck, my friends, because I've launched a brand new service helping people to organize and declutter their digital lives. Whether it's your overflowing email inbox or your confusing photos or cluttered files, I can help you sort it out. And there is no one-size-fits-all solution. We are going to focus on what you need. Think of me as your semi-bossy, yet fun, tech-loving cheerleader and guide. And I've got a special deal just for listeners. All you have to do is go to indigoorganizing.com slash digital and enter code listener at checkout. It's time to say goodbye to that overflowing inbox and confusing apps. I've got you, my friend. Over there and check in. And she's like, well, on my lunch break, I'm going to go check those nails out. I'm like, Dorothy's yeah. going to think I've lost my mind. No, I'm... it's just a nice way to connect with people <laughs> yeah. on, on like the level that everybody just wants to be yeah. appreciated yeah. and noticed and yeah. get some gold stars. Yeah. Maybe we just actually start <gasps> handing out gold stars. You get a gold star for your nails today, Dorothy. Wouldn't that be nice? That would be fun. There is some Instagram lady that puts post-it notes, random post-it notes, which is borderline creepy to me. But, like, <laughs> she'll, like, put a post-it note on, like, a stranger's bike, and it'll say, like, you are amazing. Okay. So if you get to your bike, you get the post-it note that it's says. Nice. It's nice. As long as the same bike isn't getting a post-it every day and they start to feel like they have a stalker. <laughs> so got to be careful there. Right. Dolan dishing out the the post-it notes. But, yeah, fun I give out gold mean. stars. Good enough-ish be... stars. Oh, my gosh. We're doing it. I'm seeing light bulbs. <laughs> You know, I just, I've got a list of products I need to make that yeah. I don't quite have the time for, but we'll figure it out. Okay. We'll figure it out because we need some gold stars. We need some habit trackers that make us feel like happy kindergartners that like, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's the little things. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, We need to take a break because I have been chomping at the bit to hear about what has been sparking joy. And you I have cannot, been, mom is the word on this one. Cannot wait to tell you. All right. Let's take a break and I can hear all about it. Okay. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now back to the show. We back. We, we back. <laughs> the words. Sometimes they're just hard to find. We're back. And I'm so excited because I finally get to hear. I've Brooke, been. What is sparking joy? <laughs> what, is sparking what is sparking joy? So, Amanda, I have adopted a new favorite recipe for a hearty, hearty. protein-rich breakfast. Okay. Because breakfast, I really do 
believe that it's the most important, most important meal, meal of the day. day. But honestly, like if I don't eat breakfast, I'm crabby. If I don't eat enough and I'm hungry for lunch by 11 o'clock, it's just, it, it, you know, it sets yep. the whole day off. So I had seen on the, um, an Instagram reel of DIY played playbook, mm. um, Let's see. Her name is Casey Finn. I will link to her account and this reel in the show notes. But she had posted this recipe for overnight oats that um, I was intrigued by. And the first time I tried it, I didn't love the overnight element of it because overnight oats, basically, you make it at night, you let Mm -hmm. it sit, you let the oats, whatever, saturate. Absorb. Absorb. And... But then she would eat it cold, um, this recipe, Uh uh this concoction. So I was like, oh, don't know that I love that. So I've just been making it in the morning, heating it up. So it's like my regular oatmeal, which I used to have, but like elevated to the extreme. Okay, let's talk about how you're elevating it. And it is so delicious. And I made it one morning. And even Nick was like, that looks really good. So I made him one. And he was like, this is incredible. So here's what I do. It's a half cup of quick oats, Okay. a half cup of low-fat milk, or you could use water or oat milk or, well, I guess oat milk. With, I, I don't know. Almond it depends. milk. Yeah, yeah, it depends. Sometimes almond milk and oat milk, they don't do the same thing chemically as milk does. You have to experiment. Right. But you could definitely use water if you wanted to avoid milk. Um, but then there's yogurt. So uh, anyway, uh, let me start over. All right. All right. All right. Half a cu- this is what I do. You adapt it any way you want. Okay. Amanda or anybody else Give listening. Give us the Brooke version. Okay. Half a cup of quick oats, half a cup of low-fat milk, half a cup-ish. I don't totally measure it. I just do like a big old dollop of Greek vanilla yogurt. This is before you're putting it in the microwave. Yes. This is just mixing it all up. Chia seeds. Okay. Again, just eyeballing a bunch of chia seeds. A little scoopy poo. A little scoopy poo. No, not. No, that doesn't sound good. No. A dollop of peanut butter. Again. Dollop. Not measuring. Fresh or frozen berries. So lately I've been putting in fresh blueberries and then I chop up um, a couple of fresh strawberries and put them in. All right. Mix it all around. Okay. Put it in the microwave from like two to two and a half minutes, depending on the power of your microwave. Okay. And then mix it around again when you take it out. It is so good. It is so tasty. Mm. It is so filling. It's full of protein and healthy fats and fiber. And it's just delicious. And I highly recommend it. And I could definitely go back to the overnight because it is a bit of work to set up and I like a quick breakfast. Uh So I could make, so this woman that I I saw this recipe on her Instagram, you know, she makes four of them at a time. Hmm. So then her breakfast for the next four days is taken care of. So I could definitely make them all one night, put them in the fridge and then just heat it up. Yeah. There's no problem with that. It might taste a little different, like in terms of texture and things like that. I give that a whirl. Yeah. But it's amazing. And you could do any kind of nut butter. I'm just I'm just really happy about this new breakfast. And I look forward to making it. And I look forward to eating it. And Amanda, I made it this morning before coming to your house. I made it at like 8.50, 9 o'clock. And it is 12.54. And I'm just starting to get hungry for lunch. So nice. it's it's very filling. And that's what I need because I like to stay focused in the morning. And I don't. I, I tend hate to, being interrupted because yeah. I'm hungry. Well, and I'm an afternoon and evening snacker. So I try to just kind of stay focused on work in the morning and not start picking at anything, especially like if I'm eating anything carby. 
I immediately want to take a nap. Mm. So trying to avoid the daytime naps while I have actual work to do. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's always a good practice. Okay. That sounds delicious. I'm going to try this. It's really good. Yeah. I can whip it up for you today if you want to see how. Well, I don't know if you have all the ingredients, but. I probably um, do. Okay. I mean, yeah. Okay, maybe okay. that'll be what my lunch is. Okay, maybe. Okay. okay. Would you, you could even sprinkle a little bit of sliced almonds on the top of you this. You could do whatever you want. You could. I followed her recipe to a T, except, like I said, I don't do the overnight aspect of it. But, yeah, do whatever you want. You could I'm put some that. almonds. You could put any type of nuts in there, any there. type of nut butter. Mm. There yeah. was a period of time that I was doing these overnight chia puddings, which were delicious. Okay. It was kind of a similar idea, but it would it was coke all it was was like coconut milk, um chia seeds, blackberries, Ooh, and uh, a little bit of vanilla extract and you would blend it all together mm. and then put it in individual servings and then, you know, have it for 4 days or whatever. And that it was, sounds good. Yeah, it was it was like eating pudding for breakfast, but it was like healthy pudding. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like that because Maybe next time yeah. you come over we could I could have some for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I anything with berries pretty much is the way to right. my heart. Yeah. I'm a yeah. Berry, berry gal. Yeah. All right, I'm now I'm distracted because Sorry, I'm looking forward to it. Let's wrap this up, Amanda. <laughs> what are you doing to do your future self a favor? Okay, this is a lot more boring compared to what That's you just okay. talked about. I just want to encourage our listeners to do your future self a favor and make yourself a 2022 tax folder Ugh. now. I know. Yeah. I know. It's not fun, but it's so necessary. In because... theory, it's nice to make a tax folder like last year. Well, sure. So that as anything that's coming in related to taxes, you have it all in one folder. But this is the time where we're getting the W-2s, we're getting all the health insurance notices and all of that and all the mail that says important tax notice. Mm -hmm. So instead of just tossing that in a pile, just put it in your 2022 tax folder. Mm -hmm. So you'll be ready to go and not rushing on April 15th yes. to get anything done. Yes. And I actually use the inside cover of my tax folder, like that manila envelope or whatever. Although I do try to get folders that spark joy. Of course you do. Right? Yeah. They're pretty folders. And on the inside, I'll write what I'm missing. So I'll make a little checkbox and be like, oh, I need blah, blah, blah. And then that way I see what I'm missing. So yeah, get, make, make yourself a little tax folder now. Even if you're not going to do taxes till April or file an extension, just get all the documents together. Yeah. Sounds good. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Not fun, but necessary for adulting. <sighs> good enough fish adulting. Yeah. I just want to have oatmeal. I don't want to do taxes. I know. Adulting <laughs> is so hard. <laughs> We're Doesn't having, yeah. have like a hack for that yet. I don't know. Benjamin Button. Didn't you know that movie? No. That's not the right name. <laughs> <laughs> Was that? The Curious Adventures of Benjamin Button or something with Brad Pitt? Isn't that what he's called? Bun Is it Benjamin Button? Where he ages backwards? Brad Pitt. Benjamin. Yeah, you're right. It the is. Curious Case of Benjamin Button. That sounded like a children's book to me when you said it. <laughs> is that what it's called? The Curious Case of Benjamin Button? Yeah, you had it nailed. Didn't he, he age backwards? Backwards. So he was like a 10-year-old with the wisdom of like a 7-year-old oh, okay. or something. Yeah. All right. Well, that was fun. <sighs> that was don't fun. forget to tell us your every damn day any fun little thing that you do we'd love to hear it or if you've yeah. got any good valentine's if, day hacks yeah and if you have a way to make taxes fun we're still waiting on that like <laughs> there's a million dollar idea right there yeah yeah my you know we should link to my um 
my accountant because his name is Rocco and he's funny. He is on Instagram and he does reels and they're funny. <laughs> okay. You don't see that many men out there doing reels, no. but he's a man and he's an accountant and he's kind of fun. The first boy I ever kissed was named Rocco. <laughs> Just not the same Rocco. How do you know? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm, we're gonna do. Some we're gonna do some research. Because he's, he's, he's around here. He's around here, so it could be okay. my accountant could be your first. Okay. Guess. All right, everybody. Okay. okay. We're gonna go have some oats. <laughs> Goodbye. Okay. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enoughish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye. so much for listening to this episode of Good Enoughish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.